BYOT. Bring your own tacos. Dick swinging. Swinging. You're listening to American Slacker Podcast. We can say fuck. We can say fuck. With Matthew Gertz and Jesse Landers. I don't care if it's spoken. This is cool. That's a decent amount of sausage. This man sure. needs a doctor. Yeah, I just hope they're tasty. What's up with these clowns, man? Cut the lights and went through people's pockets. Don't you point that at each other. Let them smoke a little. You need to like step it up to that point. <laughs> we're not gonna. We're not gonna lead with the. We're not gonna lead. Oh. <laughs> say it was great to see you over the thanksgiving holiday ah thanks man yeah it was great to see you too man along with quite a few of our buddies a lot of us haven't been together in the same room for a long long time so it was nice to get everybody together um yeah so it was fucking awesome i got to chill got to see uh i I had like two thanksgivings and one pre-thanksgiving meal so i was like i was eating food while i was home yeah, see, that's oh, that's the best part about visiting home, man. Getting all that food, especially around Thanksgiving, going hard. Oh hell yeah! I wish I could bring more of it back on the plane with me, but like I was about <laughs> to to shove that kind of shit in my luggage. TSA is just gonna be running their fucking hands through your mashed potatoes. It's like this is all cranberry sauce. Okay, we're keeping the leftovers. Go get to your oh, flight. Man. So yeah, no, my flights went fine though. That was it was good. I got back yeah. on time. And all that. No, That's no issue. Good. I'm hoping everyone had a good Thanksgiving. Oh yeah, safe and sound. Especially if you did a little Black Friday shopping after. Yeah, you get dangerous out there. So, we have a little bit of uh, important shit that we should throw out to you guys. And it's net neutrality. I'm sure you've heard a lot about it. There's a vote going on on December 14th. Uh, we just wanted to do our part as like a small media uh, branch, I guess, to yeah. put put some of the information out there for you because it can kind of get confusing. I, I have an article that I'm going to read part of, and we'll be putting this up on our Facebook group so that you can all check it out. Uh, basically, net neutrality without it. Internet service providers will be able to charge companies for fast lanes, which they can't do right now. Smaller companies and individuals' websites could be slowed down to render them almost unusable. Uh, The biggest service providers like Netflix, Google, and Amazon will have enough money to pay for these fast lanes, but the smaller uh, companies and consumers aren't going to see any benefit from this. It's just going to make consumers' rates go up. So we want to uh, make sure that net neutrality stays and that they don't get, the FCC doesn't get rid of this. And a way to support that, you can go to battleforthenet.com. They'll help you send out like an email to uh, your congressperson. So... We'll post that up as well. Awesome. Awesome. Everybody can do their part. Well, let's step into the show. Welcome to American Slacker Podcast. As always, I'm Matt. And I'm Jesse. We're here to help you through the rest of this year, the rest of this holiday season. And remember, along with your gift list that you have to finish buying, 
to also check and make sure that you're still subscribed to us because we're changing our posting and hosting and all that kind of behind the scenes shit in December. So we're hoping nothing happens and it all goes smoothly. But if we vanish from your feed, search whatever podcast or yeah, whatever podcast app you use, uh, just search Slacker. We'll come up. Make sure you're subscribed. And speaking of slackers, I think we have a few to thank. Oh yeah, we got our um, official American Slacker Patreon supporters. We'd like to thank Dave Gunn, Kyle Nolan Bradford from the Crime Roulette Podcast, and Aaron W. from the Yes and I Am Podcast. You're all very dear to our hearts for the support that you give the show, and we appreciate it. That's why we give you those awesome shout-outs at the top. Yeah, yeah, thanks, guys. Uh, we really appreciate your support. And if anybody wants to help us out, check out our Patreon. You can uh, help support the show like these lovely guys. Yeah, another cool thing that we do here at the top of the show, we have our pod shout-out of the week. Now, the way this works, we post a tweet up on our uh, Twitter account, and if any podcast retweets it, they're essentially entered into a lottery where they could win this shout-out. So, we have a couple rules, though. You can't win two weeks in a row. And this week, we've had two people retweet, or two podcasts retweet. One of them was the winner from last week, the Stranger Than podcast. The one this week is called Pops On, and they're at No Dad Jokes. And that's jokes with a Z. Okay. Their description says, Welcome to hashtag pops on this is a podcast about a father's take on entertainment and on the entertainment industry movies music television and fatherhood hosted by jay and raul and they're out of florida it looks like that sounds like an interesting yeah show. so definitely check them out uh follow them on twitter at no dad jokes with a z jokes and that's the pops on podcast so congrats guys you, you won the pod shout out of the week so, what do we got uh, coming up for the rest of the show, Matt? Well, as always, we're going to start out with our bizarre news. And uh, then we're going to talk a little tech. And then we'll finish it out with the Wheel of Weird. So, uh, stick around. And with our weird news, we always like to start out with a little bit of weed news. And this time we're headed to Michigan. Where they're passing around petitions to legalize recreational marijuana. More than uh, 360,000 signatures are to be submitted to uh, have this passed. And the proposal says that it would legalize marijuana use for adults 21 and older. Adults could possess up to 2.5 ounces of marijuana in public, 10 ounces at home. And anything more than 2.5 ounces must be stored and locked. And there's a couple other uh, hmm. things that come along with the proposal, but it's basically, you know, make it going full recreational for uh, for Michigan. Now, this hasn't, like, quite passed yet. This is just the petition that's going around to make sure that they have support to make it happen. Yeah, to feel it out and get an idea if people are actually going to support it at yeah, all. Yeah, and I mean, they only needed 252,000 and some odd votes, or, uh, I'm sorry, signatures. And they got, like, way more than that. They got, like, an extra 100000 Go in the right direction. We applaud you, Michigan. 
And if anyone wants to read a little bit more into this, we're going to be posting this article up on our Facebook group on Mondays as we do with all of our weed news. So you can check it out there. Hell yeah. Well, our next story is involving Charles Manson. The Manson family, responsible for, uh, I believe, nine murders? Something like that, yeah. Back in the late 60s. It was crazy. Including uh, that famous actress, Sharon Tate. So it was pretty crazy. And he recently passed away, right? November 19th, Charles Manson passed away. Now what's crazy is that there's a, a battle going on for the rights to his body and his estate. Now mainly he doesn't have like a property or anything, but he's worth a fortune in like uh, royalties to artwork and his music. He has released some um, a few albums. Yep. And one thing is like he actually wrote a song for the Beach Boys. It's kind of crazy. Oh, I didn't There's know. a lot of cool series out there. Check out on Charles Manson. Um, last podcast was where I learned that one. A little fun huh. fact. But uh, so three people are actually trying to claim the rights to his body and all of the the royalty bullshit because it's it's obviously a money grab yeah i mean there's a lot of people who like you said made art that was inspired by him or whatever or people that wrote letters to him or even letters that he might have wrote back i could see those being worth a decent amount of like cash <laughs> oh yeah anything to do with this guy i mean all serial killers and let alone a cult leader like him have such a following it's crazy so many girls wanted to marry him yeah but so the, the three people have come forward um jason freeman who is actually proven he's uh manson's grandson a blood oh, relative wow. he wants to uh take possession of his cremains and michael channels a pen pal of manson who started writing him in the 90s and like grew attached with him came forward with a will that was dated uh, in February 14th, 2002, that leaves everything to chance. Oh, wow. So he would have written that in prison. Yeah, but here's the weird thing. A friend of Manson's, Ben Gureki, claims to have a will dated January 2017 that gives the estate in Manson's body to Matthew Roberts, who is a guy who kind of, he claims that his mother told him that Charles Manson is his father, his dad. But he, uh, they did a test where to see if he was related to Jason Freeman, the grandson, and there was no DNA huh. link. So he obviously he wasn't right. Manson's right. son. But he's still fighting for it, regardless. Well, that one's super fishy because it happened this year and he died this year. Yeah, and the weird thing is, is Matthew Roberts, the illegitimate son, we'll say, <laughs> uh, is the one that's all out in the media claiming that he wants the royalties and stuff and he's hired an attorney and he's already planning attacks after he gets like the rights to the state he's gonna take on um record companies that have used his music without you know proper rights and all that so he's 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 not just going after like little people yeah he's like trying to get as much money as he can what using this guy's so name. If, if murderers <laughs> try and profit off their murders, they're assholes. But what about people who didn't even do the murders who try and profit off their murders? Yeah, yeah, just clinging to it. Yeah. It's fucking craziness, man. It's like So the the wills have been um, turned in, and I guess we're just waiting on the verdict to see which will is going to be abided by. <laughs> and then we'll see who gets the rights. Charlie Manson's so image. What did he did he have a house or something that went in the will? No, 
No, there's no there's no, no house. No actual property. No property at all. I mean, Charlie Manson was like on the edge all the time. He didn't really own yeah, much. Yeah, kind of like a he had, a he had vans and dune buggies and shit. He was crazy. Um, but really, it, it comes into owning his image, which, you know, it realistically is worth a fortune. His music does sell. Um, you could sell out the music, and I'm sure tons of people would buy the albums from Manson. You could listen to them on YouTube. They're not bad. Yeah, no, I've heard, I've heard Some of them one are of like, his what? Uh, songs. It's like uh, something something about your game girl. Yeah, that was that was a yeah, good one. I know pretty, what you're talking it about. Good. It was like an acoustic. It's a good song. melody. You know, it just goes to show you that some people should just like concentrate on certain hobbies instead of others. Yeah, 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 yeah. Who knows, man? If he had uh, just continued. Now I was I was expecting for some of. reason that he had like some like because they always say like when a like celebrity. I guess he's not really a celebrity. He's kind of like anti-famous. Um, when a celebrity dies, there's always like a house being broken into. Or something like oh they're gonna like ransack yeah. like the fucking Michael Jackson estate or whatever. Yeah, no, he literally had nothing, just the rights. I mean, you might get his belongings from prison, but I, I couldn't imagine him owning He's much. Got this toothbrush, and I couldn't find anything. <laughs> I tried looking, man. I couldn't find any estate or anything like okay, that. Okay, at least you know, they don't have to like worry about break-ins, like uh, the guy in our next story. <laughs> We're oh, we're headed we're good. headed over to Siberia, where bears are breaking in and stealing firearms, which begs the question: Do bears have the right to bear arms? See, they're born with bear arms, but can they bear arms? Because can a claw pull a trigger? That's that's all I want to know. Can a bear bear arms? Can a bear bear arms? I don't a know. Bear has bear arms, so well. Basically, this guy, uh, he was out hunting, and he came back and saw that this bear was in his cabin. He was like, I'm not fucking with that. So he waited it out, and eventually the bear left the cabin. But it didn't leave empty, Claude, because it had a bag, (laughs) and it also had two rifles. One was like a uh, what carbine, I believe. Okay, so, so like a semi-auto rifle. Yeah, and I'm trying to see what the other one looks so, like. Some sort of just like standard, like it looks like a shotgun that kind of pulls apart. Yeah, the metal. I think that it, I think that is the a shotgun, shotgun with a it looks scope like a double on barrel. it. Though. It's a little odd. Yeah, yeah. Put a slug in it, I if guess. The, if those but are the actual, you uh, have to arc them. Guns that they're showing in this article. <laughs> In this SiberianTimes.com article. Either way, I mean, it, it looks like a good amount of money and guns, and let alone what's in the duffel bag, bitch. Yeah. What do you got I'm in that wondering bag? if he had some food in there or something. That's what he was going for. <sighs> Took his munchies and his guns. Hey. He just did that man so wrong. So there's a wild bear out in Siberia with a couple of loaded rifles that you might want to look out for if you're in that area. I don't know if we've gotten any downloads from that. <sighs> that section of the world yet be careful for bears bearing arms they'll get you yep oh i'd like to i'd like to find i know i'm not going to be able to find it but the statistic of how many people have been shot by a bear i'm sure it's happened once come on it's circus yeah i mean the world has our firearms have been around for a while and bears have been around even longer (laughs) so it's bad to have happened well that was an undeserved break-in but uh the story that we're gonna go to I believe it's kind of a deserved break-in. 
Now, in Southampton, Australia, a man smashed through a balcony wall and repeatedly attacked a neighbor with a plank of wood. Oh, shit. Because they were playing uh, music way too loud. And the song, I gotta say, if this was playing really loud, I might get a bit agitated, too. They were playing Wake Me Up Before You Go-Go by Wham. What a classic. Now, I, I guess the, the altercation came after. He, he asked them to turn it off, but they turned it up. <laughs> like a bunch of assholes. He's hanging out at his girlfriend's flat, no less. It's not even his. And he, he just gets raged out and kicks down this separator on a balcony and notices a piece of wood that he busted and splintered off and picks it up and decides to strike the neighbor repeatedly in the arm and leaving him with a broken arm. It, you gotta beat someone pretty hard with a plank of Well, I mean, I, he was probably defending <sighs> himself. He put it up and it, he cracked yeah, and him. Yeah, he just whacked it. Cracked him with it. Unfortunately, it, it really is a bad event for the neighbor. He uh, gave a statement in court saying that his partner had to help feed him and put his socks on. And uh, he, he used to work at a pub, but he cannot do his full duties. Yeah, probably, well, that makes sense. You can't carry, like, crates of, like, yeah. liquor with a fucking broken arm. Yeah, and then he really pulled on the heartstrings. He goes, my, heart, my arm aches for long periods, which it didn't used to do before. And my five-year-old daughter doesn't understand why I sometimes can't do certain things. Because you're an asshole and you wouldn't turn down the fucking music. Because you decided <laughs> yeah. that that was the hill you wanted to die on. <laughs> well, that's the exact defense that his uh, attorney gave. He said uh, he was provoked, and indeed it would seem that of, instead of turning the music down, it was turned up. And uh, it's, it most certainly didn't help <laughs> with the song being Wake Me Up Before You Go-Go. And also, I mean, he, he sees the wood at the scene, so it was not premeditated or planned. So, you know, he, that's, it's not really a hardcore violence act. Just, he's trying to portray he's just tr- it. He was trying to right a wrong. He saw that this guy was flipping him the middle finger. Like, what Did they say what time this happened at? Um, was it, like, mad late at night or early in the morning or something? You know, out of all things, I didn't notice a time in the whole article. I guess it doesn't really matter if your if your neighbor asks you politely to turn it down and you turn it up, like you're just being a dick. You're asking for yeah, a confrontation, regardless of what time. Yeah, if it's like three in the afternoon and you, you're doing this shit, it's kind of you're crossing a line. And some people don't call the police; <laughs> they handle <laughs> shit by themselves. Bust through the wall like the fucking Kool Aid man and beat you with a fucking piece <laughs> of wood till you break your arm. And then you can't explain to your daughter why you're such an asshole. Oh, and Everyone's a dick in this story. Well, it, in <laughs> our next story, the only person who was a dick was this Amazon Echo who started a house party while its owners were away. Ah, oh, fucking Echo. They're always listening. Yeah, I actually just got one. I got the uh, Echo Dot. Amazon was having a little Cyber Monday sale. Uh, I picked one up for 30 bucks. Now I have the NSA listening to me all the time, and not just when we're recording our podcast. <laughs> Very nice. Very nice. Yeah. Maybe they can tell me what uh, my girlfriend wants for Christmas. So I'm still waiting on the, the few-month verdict of what you think of it. Yeah. I'm intrigued by the technology, but 
I feel like it's gonna listen to random shit. It, yeah, it started. And, uh, it started talking earlier when shit. I was listening to our like watching a movie or something like that. I was just like, no one's no one's talking to you right now. Fucking, just gonna get random down. fucking Amazon orders. You're gonna be like, what? The no, fuck? I made sure to turn that off. There's a feature where you like can voice order, and it's like you gotta enable it. So luckily, oh, I won't okay, be okay. won't have like fucking thirty pounds of Fruit Loops showing up because I'm like, man, I want Fruit Loops so bad, like so bad. And it's like ordering thirty boxes <laughs> of Fruit Loops. I saw a video where a kid ordered an Xbox oh, off of an Echo uh, at his parents' uh, account. Give me an Echo. It, it came in. The parents were like, "What the fuck? What the fuck is this?" <laughs> That's ridiculous. That's an expensive purchase to end up having. Well, this guy um, with his Amazon Echo that was throwing a party, it decided to kick off like mad late at night. And the neighbors were banging on the fucking doors. It was like between 2 a.m. and like 3 a.m. And the neighbors thought there was someone in there, you know, like listening to the music. So they're like banging on the doors and stuff like that. Eventually, the cops come because like no one's answering, but this music's still blaring. The cops fucking break in, realize that this Amazon fucking uh, Echo decided to just start playing music by itself, super late at night. And they turned. Oh my god! They turned it off. all the way up. Yeah, all the way up. It was bleak. It was loud <laughs> enough that it disturbed the neighbors. Like they were about to break Yo, in there no and chill. break the Amazon Echo's arm. It was that loud. Oh shit! So the uh, they unplugged it and. Had a locksmith come and re, like, fucking put a new doorknob on the door, and they ended up sending the bill and the new keys to the uh, oh my to the owner of the house. So you had to pay for this echo is bullshit. Yep. He's just like, I don't know what happened, man. Like I was just away for a couple days. This thing decided to throw a party, and now I have to pay for it. Oh, it's like man. having children, you know. Yeah, yeah, you gotta watch don't it. Don't get in any right? trouble. You gotta unplug that shit when you're leaving, I guess. Alexa, you be good while I leave. <laughs> I'll be back at uh, nine. <laughs> you you leave and immediately immediately it's like order thirty kegs of beer. Send out forty <laughs> invites. <laughs> Invite whole email list. Yeah, right. Oh my god, it uh, could do it and be like, oh man. It. Bill's, Bill's having an awesome party, and it's like, not Bill, it's Alexa throwing it. And it's like, I'll be arriving late, just walk in and get started partying. Yep. Oh, <laughs> just my covers God. its ass. Has beer delivered and everything. <laughs> oh Yo, you could, you could have your Echo throw a kick-ass party for you, and you could be somewhere else completely. It just could like even order cleanups. could even order cleanup services. It you could. don't even have to be there. Oh, dude, it could. It's amazing. Technology is beautiful, man. Technology is beautiful. Hopefully it doesn't run people too many uh, tickets, though, in the future. I don't know, man. Technology is awesome, but uh, technology in the wrong hands can be a little bit scary. This is true. Oh, and our next story proves that it's true. Mad Mike Hughes is a man that's planning to shoot himself into space in the Mojave Desert out of a uh, rocket built out of an old RV, I believe. I believe most of this is crafted out of an old RV. Yeah. So, (laughs) and the the surprising thing is that it's not the first time he's actually done this. He shot himself a quarter mile across the desert before pulling some makeshift 
parachutes to try to break the uh, fall. <laughs> and uh, he didn't take the fall too good because he ended up in a walker for a few months. Oh, shit. Yeah. Not enough but now he's in that Airstream trailer. No, not at all. And the whole reason he's trying to shoot himself into space is because he doesn't believe in science and he's trying to prove that the Earth is flat. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah. So, he's uh, he was scheduled to go out last week, but now he's had a few issues. Uh, apparently, the rocket had broken down in his driveway. So oh, science not... got in the way? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, that in the Bureau of Land Management, because they got wind of this plan, and they barred him from using the public land, which was uh, in Amboy, oh, California. They're like, fuck no, you're not launching some crazy rocket on public land where there's potentially other people you could start a fire god Crash. knows what else you're gonna, you're gonna kill yourself, yourself. Up. we'd have to clean <laughs> up your head smeared so, all over the fucking kids playground he is not stopping though he's he's apparently found some private land and he's gonna launch that bitch right in the Mojave Desert <laughs> and that's the last we'll ever see of this guy just, we'll never know. Yeah, like what's the what's the idea here? Is he planning on coming back down, just like going up to the upper atmosphere, and uh, like it'll break off, and then he'll have a parachute to float down, or is he just winging it and he'll figure it out once he's up? His rocket. Okay, it, I don't think it comes apart into pieces. It literally looks like a rocket, like a, a model rocket that you would launch up, you know, a hundred, couple hundred feet in science class. But he's driving it like a jet. There's okay. no way this motherfucker can land. There's no way. Unless he's got the parachute method. He thinks that's going to slow him down. Some cloth parachutes that he knitted in his basement. <laughs> it, it doesn't make much sense. If you really wanted to find out if the Earth was flat, you would either go to the North Pole or the South Pole and then just keep going. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, once you get to the oh. spot you started at, you would know that the Earth wasn't flat. Or if you weren't convinced at that point and you're like, oh, maybe I like went around the inside ring and I have to go the other way. All right, go east to west and then yeah. see where yeah. you end up and you'll come well, back right to the same fucking get, spot. As soon as they get to a coast, that's where the, the world ends, man. The water falls off out there. <laughs> that's what, That yeah, or you go to right, the ice cool, wall and though. it's guarded. There's an ice wall too. I believe that's like a flat. Yeah, I've heard the I've heard the ice wall theory too. But then it's like, all right, go, go there. Yeah, Cross, we have the best climbers in the world. Come on, cross over, <laughs> buy some fucking snowmobiles, get your ass to Antarctica, go all the way across that, come all the way back up, go to fucking the Arctic, and then uh, make your way through that way and fucking make your way back down to where you started. Like this is this is yeah. how a circle or a spear I mean, works. There's no way that there's you need to get checked out if you're thinking flat Earth. I'm I'm sorry. Like the easiest experiment is go to a big lake and watch a boat go far out to the lake. Why does it go and disappear? Why does the bottom disappear? It's because the fucking Earth is a circle. There's a uh, there's another podcast uh, that I listen to called Ono oh Ross and Carrie, and they actually go and explore fringe science and stuff like that. And That's uh, cool. they actually just did finish up a flat earther uh, convention once. So I, I suggest everyone oh, check that out. Yeah, I will be. If they're more out. interested in how people along those lines think. <laughs> it's interesting. I mean, shit. Like, 
Everybody's entitled to their own opinion. You know, don't get me wrong. I, I, I honestly, whatever. If you think they're flat, that's cool. I can't prove it myself. I just know that I people that I trust with science have told me it. You well, know? I think you prove. I mean, the both little experiments. Like, yeah, the little clear. experiments that I could do, like that, and observe. That, that, yeah, yeah, that proves to me. You know, I don't know. Well, you know, an experiment that I've never tried that I'm probably never going to is the one that the couple in our next story tried to pull off. They're trying to have uh, sex in a car while having a baby in the back seat and driving down the highway. End result? Oh, my God. Crashing into a tree. Who saw it coming? (laughs) It could have gone so many different ways, you know? I think that's the way this one was going to climax. There could have been a drive-thru involved at some point if it went oh, well. That's, that's oh, no drive-thru employee needs to see that. Right? But a couple you in got Washington, a baby in there. A couple in Washington State uh, had sustained multiple injuries after crashing their car into a tree uh, while having <laughs> sex and driving. The man was drunk and the woman was sitting on top of him engaging in sexual oh. activity. They neg- navigated the local highway. No wonder why he couldn't see over. The man negotiated the curves, but couldn't fucking do it. And he struck his uh, car right into a tree. And the woman broke her pelvis, and the man broke his wrist. Their three-month-old child was properly restrained in car seat and was uninjured. Thank goodness. <laughs> what about the baby they were making? How was that? Was it all right? <laughs> The man, if convicted, it will be his fourth DUI in Washington State, a felony offense. He's charged with vehicular assault on a, and child endangerment. Because, uh, yeah, can't be doing that. <laughs> Cannot be doing that. Oh, God. Broken pelvis. That's going to be the most I, uncomfortable. I know it's, you know, it's, <laughs> it's always tempting on like a long ride or something like that. You, you get that thought in your head, and then you're like... No, I no. want to live and not fucking crash. Yeah, I blame yeah, I '90s know. movies. Yeah, there is a lot of that in '90s movies. God, it's a bad idea all the way around. There's plenty of other spots to be doing that kind of thing. I think people take driving a little too lightly sometimes. I mean, oh, yeah. I'm I'm a pretty crazy driver, but uh, in terms of just be, you know, you're in a, a very large vehicle that you could fucking. Hit, hit someone or injure yourself or whatever, you gotta, like, take it seriously and not have someone's, like, cooch sitting in your face or whatever they had going on that day. <laughs> I hope somebody's cooch isn't in the driver's face. Hey, man, that's, that's why you can navigate the curves, probably. That's never gonna end up good. <laughs> you don't want you don't want to be distracted and have, like, shit in front of you when you're, when you're driving. Yeah, it's never good to be distracted out there behind the wheel. And, uh, Especially during this holiday season. Yeah, the roads are bad and stuff. You got fucking trees strapped to the top of your car. All over, man. The Northeast is just covered with motherfuckers with trees. We were talking about a story about a car in Massachusetts. You couldn't even see because the tree was so big on top. (laughs) Well, while you're getting your Christmas tree this year, you might want to think about going the less traditional way. Because if you get a real tree... Chances are it's probably full of bugs. Oh, great. I was looking into it, and most people in America, 99 million homes took part in a poll last year that was done by the American Christmas Tree Association. And uh, actually, 81% of people are using artificial trees. So there's only, oh, wow. you know, 
A smaller percentage are getting real trees these days. Dude, that's like what? That leaves what? Like 19%, 20%? Yeah, yeah. Huh. And I, I, I wonder if anybody even knows about this. Like, your, your tree could have as many as 25,000 bugs on it lurking Jeez. around. And this is all coming from a pest control company called Safer Brand. And they're putting out a huge warning about it. Most common bugs, uh, aphids, spiders, mites, and bark beetles. Okay, uh, those are ones I can deal with. Well, yeah, that's the good news. They, they aren't dangerous and they will die. But either way, you don't want them transferring from the tree into your sofa and bugs all over. It's fucking gross. Let yeah, alone like, all the other negatives about a, a bad Christmas tree. Be like, oh, this tree, uh, you got a bad one. This one's full of... Uh, Bed bugs, black widows, uh, you got a couple, <laughs> oh, couple God, of centipedes in there, <laughs> couple of hornet's nests. <laughs> it's like, I'm you got a discount. This, this one has a hornet's nest. Uh. <laughs> yeah, the ones with bees' nests are 10% off. The company suggests if you do want to go the traditional route, get the real tree, cut it down, take it, leave it in a garage if you have one, or on a porch for a few days, and shake it out on a, neighbor's a bunch porch. of times. For a few days. <laughs> on a neighbor's porch. Bring it to somebody's house that you really aren't kind of. And uh, Leave it in their driveway. Just tell them hold on to it. <laughs> but yeah, think about this uh, when you're doing your, your decorating. This yeah, I was talking about going out and getting the fucking tree tonight. I don't know if it'll happen. It might be tonight. It might be tomorrow night. But yeah, we're supposed to get a real one. Well, now, now oh. you got me thinking of this. Fucking me up with the bug talk, Matt. Just get some lizards and uh, stop the pest <laughs> get some lizards and put and them then, as ornaments in the But tree. then when the lizards start to breed, what do I do to get rid of the lizards? You just put a big net around the tree, and they stay to the tree. Oh, I, thought, I thought you were going to say, like, frogs, and then for the frogs, you got to get cats, and then for the cats, you got to get Well, no, the end game is you dogs. just let the net loose, and then your cats are having a good old time. Okay, they would love lizards. You got two, you got two killers really in the house. Maybe get a few more. Stop at the SPCA, get a few more cats, and start treating them to get real aggressive. Nice. Gotta train them. <laughs> they'd hunt the bugs. They'd fucking love it. <laughs> so, we're bringing you uh, our funny clip of the week. And this one comes straight out of my nightmares. Because oh, when I yeah. walk into a place, I, I don't want to be noticed. I don't fucking know about you guys, but like I don't want people looking at me. That's the last thing I need is like... I open a door and everyone looks at you. You're like, fuck, what did I do? Did I come in the wrong door? <laughs> did uh, did I push through someone? Was there a fucking handicapped person behind me that I just pushed past? I don't even realize. <laughs> in this case, this guy comes in. It's a glass door. And it's this must be the most brittle glass door I've ever fucking seen. It, is, it looks pretty brittle. And the guy's reaction is point on how I would react. <laughs> Like, it's just pure shock. Like, he doesn't know how to act. He's frozen in time. It's one of those uh, metal handles that goes, like, through the glass door, and he got a hold of it. So, like, when he breaks the door, he's still holding this handle. Like, oh, no, I shattered the door, but I still have a piece of it in my hand, and everyone's looking at him. There's glass everyone's everywhere, looking. just heads turned. It's, this is hilarious. This is a great funny clip of the week. And we're going to be posting it up on Wednesday on our Facebook page. So head on over there if you want to check it out, which I fucking highly suggest because this is hilarious. Hell yeah. He, like, he gives it like the shoulder almost. I think, did he trip or something? He just threw his weight I into just, the door. I feel like he slid into it. Like he was just running and he slid oh, through the fucking door almost. It. You know what? I noticed the door is closing. 
and it's closing huh. from the opposite direction. Did he like force it the wrong oh, the wrong way? So the hinge went through it, maybe. That might have been it. It, it kind of just forced it. To, oh god! Because the door is like closing from the same way he's coming, and then he tries to push it inward. So it might have just smashed because of that. <laughs> Let us know what you think. Po- when we post it on the Facebook group, uh, please comment. Let us let us know. The Hell science yeah. behind these exploding <laughs> glass doors. That'd be terrible. I, I don't want that <laughs> happening to me. Don't let this happen to there. you, people. Be careful. <laughs> well, now we're getting into some talk about technology. Starting off, we're talking about Bitcoin, and it's hit a mile marker. It is over 10000 for its evaluation for the very first time. It started Jesus. from $0.06 cents about seven years ago, and now, and then less than 1000 at the start of this year. So it really exploded over the last year, went from a, an evaluation of about $1,000 per Bitcoin, I guess, uh, to yeah. just over 10000 as of... The 29th, I want to say. You know? Yeah, I've heard a lot of stories of people flipping it, you know, to make some profit. And uh, it's crazy. I, don't, I just don't know if it'll stick around as a currency or an alternative to a currency, rather. They say that even if it gets a small, like, bit of a percentage of that uh, the entire financial market, that it'll still have, like, trillions of dollars. Oh, so, yeah. So it'd be like if you created some sort of currency uh, besides the dollar and you wanted to like use it within your town and like the entire town started to use it and you became like a millionaire because of that you know that's kind of the uh, equivalency here I I just thought it was worth touching on because it's interesting to see these cryptocurrencies or these like alternative Mm. currencies going on and the fact that there's so much money being poured into them I like I have a couple of friends that went to I went to college with that own price, and one of them he like constantly is saying like what the price of Bitcoin is, what the price of Bitcoin is. So like, I I still don't quite understand myself how to get like the Bitcoin wallet and then like go in and actually mine it or buy the Bitcoin. But it's interesting to watch the rise of this currency. Yeah, and places are starting to take it all over. I've been in multiple cities that actually little stores were taking Bitcoin. Oh wow. I was like, whoa. That's where I was like starting to notice it. I'm like, okay, this shit is taking off. Yeah, it's at it's at ten thousand four hundred and sixty eight dollars as of right now of reco- as of this recording. So, well, and it started out with like with like six thousand or six cents originally, and then like a thousand dollars earlier this year. So if you put in a thousand dollars, you just made nine grand. Yeah, yeah. Talk about fucking turning profit easily. In a short time. That's crazy. Well, moving along, we're going to touch on Elon Musk in our next story. And uh, this month, Elon has released two very interesting additions to Tesla Motorsports. First off, he introduced the semi-truck, which is fucking awesome. It's uh, the first electric semi-truck, and there's going to be two models. One can do 300 miles, and another one can do 500 miles. And this is fully loaded with an 80,000-pound load. And uh, he hinted and, like, kind of alluded at without a load, you can get much more than 500 miles out of the uh, semi. 
they look really futuristic. They're like, they look almost like they're made out of lead. Yeah, they're really cool. They said the design was influenced by a, a bullet. And uh, I really think it's streamlined. It's awesome. The driver sits in the middle of the, the actual vehicle. There's a couple seats behind him. I'm not sure if they're going to adapt that to customizing. You know, drivers tend to have sleeping quarters, so I don't know what they're going to do about that. But the prototypes they showed, uh, it was beautiful. There was multiple LCD screens right in front of you. It has a uh, auto-driving technology. This thing can do 0 to 60 unloaded in like 4.5 seconds. That's, That's insane. Impressive. That's very it's insane. Impressive. Uh, along with th- this release, they've said they're planning to uh, build mega chargers all over the country, which can deliver a 400 mile charge in less than 30 minutes. Okay. So that'll network these electric cars all over a lot. You know, it entices people to actually get them. And companies too, because if you're thinking like, oh, you know, we we have a shipping company and it costs X amount to fuel the cars per year, and then it costs X amount to switch over the fleet and like sell the old ones off. It could be worth it in like a course of four to like seven years or something like that, depending on what you got going on. Yeah, that's exactly the idea behind it. Um. The price tag's pretty steep. The one that can do 500 miles will actually cost around $180,000, which is okay. double what a, a nice semi would cost you. So oh, it's really? definitely an investment, but when you're talking about the charging being significantly cheaper than fuel, it, yeah. it will pay itself off within the decade for sure. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And they look they look really nice. And there's I'm sure there's some part of that self-driving. Uh, oh yeah, that's that one of the well. yeah. It has enhanced autopilot, yeah, lane keeping technology, which is really nice. The design makes jackknifing impossible. Another really cool feature for drivers that are in tight corners. Wow. Um, the front windshield, thermonuclear explosion-proof glass, <laughs> so you don't have to worry about any crazy shit. A deer comes flying up your hood and coming through the window, or Damn. you know whatever. They must have got Another a discount truck. on some sort of glass. <laughs> right, really, yeah. really good deal. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Uh, it seems that this is going to be the future, and I can't wait to see this out there. And the other thing they released is the new Roadster, and this thing looks fucking crazy. It does 0 to 60 in 2.5. It has a 600-mile range, which is fucking crazy for an e That's like, That's really good. That's insane. I, that's the number Like I feel like it needs to get to where I can start to consider to drive one if there's chargers everywhere. Anyway, yeah. I want to be able to make a good drive. Without having to stop and charge, that's that's. Well, I was gonna say I don't mind stopping when I'm on like longer trips anyway. If it, if it well, gave me a reason to do it. What if it takes you three hours and you're like, all right, then you nowhere stop like three would be. Yeah. Stop like you gotta stop for three hours, you know. Get some coffee. It's not, it wouldn't take three hours to charge. I would, would probably take like a half hour. Well, yeah, this this one, but I mean like uh, older cars, you know. That's what I'm meaning by three hours. It's like if you had like. A fully electric car, even the Tesla like S's, they probably take a couple hours to charge. Really? I thought yeah, they had, I thought they had pretty quick charging. Uh, no. You know, no, no, you no. can always go to at least out here in California, they have a lot of charging things at a mall. So you could always go to a mall, plug it in, go get yourself a smoothie, fucking walk around, take it easy. So here, here's the deal: it takes 9.5 hours to charge Jesus a uh, Tesla that does 300 mile. So, just to give you an idea, that's what I'm talking about. That's why I, so no I, it's not practical trip. for me. Well, I guess if you're going to drive that far, you could always fly, too. 
And that's exactly. probably that's yeah. probably what a lot of Tesla owners end up doing. Yeah. Yeah, but these mega chargers, that's what they need to get out there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm really excited about that. Um, this car, 260 miles per hour plus. So if you're in the, the mood for having an electric car that still kicks ass, yeah. this might be for you. <laughs> it's it's sporty looking, too. It's awesome. Yeah. But Tesla's still keeping at it, producing amazing things. Absolutely. And we're uh, keeping with Elon Musk into our next story here. Now, Matt, I don't know if you're aware of this, but Elon is pretty much looked at as a hero in Australia, at least from what I gather from this one article I read. <laughs> I, I was not aware. I well, didn't know Australia thought so highly of Elon. <laughs> yeah, well, there was a, a big storm that like had 80,000 lightning strikes across South Australia, and okay. it led to two tornadoes and knocked down dozens of uh, electricity poles and like utilities and stuff like that. And okay. it left the entire state of 1.7 million residents into darkness. Ah, oh, fuck. Okay, that's a big deal. <laughs> yeah, so most people had their power restored within 24 hours, but a lot of cases were, like, a lot longer before they got power back. Okay, so Elon comes in. How's he give him the juice? Well, they said that uh, the prime minister somewhat predictably tried to blame the state... Uh, for the recent turn towards renewable energy. Partially in response, the head of Tesla's power division, uh, Lyndon Rive, claimed the company could build a 100 to 300 megawatt of, of batteries in 100 days and solve Australia's uh, power problem in like one fell swoop within 100 days. That was their claim. So then okay. a billionaire, by an Australian billionaire by the name of Mike Cannon Brooks, took to Twitter and was like, holy fuck. <laughs> that was one of his tweets that I had, like, the link to it. Um, and then he said, like, at Lyndon and at Elon Musk, are you serious about this bet? If I can make the money happen and politics, um, can you guarantee 100 megawatt in 100 days? And Elon said uh, in a tweet, we will, Tesla will get the system installed and working in 100 days from contract signature or it's free. That serious enough for you? <laughs> So it's like, I'm fucking, I'll do it within 100 days or it's free. Or it's free. That's a fucking statement to stand by. All right. So What a man. <laughs> they ended up doing it, and they did it with time to spare, with about 40 days to spare. Damn, 60 days. They banged it out. Yep. That's and crazy. Uh, they, they ended up finishing the battery bank at... Uh, Musk's 50 million. Uh, the rough cost of the project is safe. He doesn't have to give it to him for free, luckily. And this That's all comes awesome. from a, a Vox article. I'll post this one up because I think it's I think it's pretty interesting. Well, our next story is very interesting as well, and uh, it's very serious. Uh, quite frankly, I think it's one of the most serious stories we've had in tech. And uh, I, I I'm just gonna we have this article from the spaceacademy.org. And it's a huge step in science. Up until now, NASA has never paid too much attention to Uranus. But now, the space agency wants to take a good long look. And one of the things it might be investigating is all that gas. A NASA group has outlined four possible missions to the ice giants Uranus and Neptune. And uh, these, these missions are set to take off in the 2030s, so quite a bit in the future. But the hope is uh, that they're going to 
find out the scientific values of researching these planets and uh, really figure out their solar system, their rings, their magnetosphere. So the, ring, it's, the rings around your anus. The rings around your anus. I mean, it's a, it's something to really look into. The rings, the gas. <laughs> yeah, it's a so often unvisited place, you know. Now I'd imagine they're really they're just trying to they're measuring the gas and they're seeing what elements are there present. Probably a lot of methane, if I had to guess. <laughs> a lot of methane in Uranus. I would. That's fair to assume. <laughs> so yeah, we'll see what what goes on. Um, it's not sure if this is actually going to get passed, but it looks like Uranus needs to get probed a little more. To find out what the hell is going on. Oh man, that's a lot, that's a lot of Uranus talk. Yeah, yeah. It's going to take multiple flybys of Uranus just to really get an idea. Yeah, I, I hope they I hope they find out a lot about Uranus. I hope they um, dive deep in and they get the funding necessary to uh, investigate yeah. Uranus. They'll, they'll be equipped with a narrow-angle uh, camera, too, so they can really get into all the crevices oh. of Uranus. You know, it, it, you're, they say when you're about 50, you should really... Um, get that procedure done so it's about time for Uranus to get yeah I'd say it's long overdue <laughs> long overdue we need we need scientists and, and uh, the right people to get in there <laughs> damn they need to change the name of that planet oh I know I know so we're, we're going from Uranus to the bathroom oh, we're, we're talking about uh, we're talking about streaming in the bathroom people nice and uh, and you don't want to cross them because oh. <laughs> This, this is basically a, uh, a a survey by Survey Monkey that uh, included 1,600 Americans uh, balanced by gender and age, asking about their uh, Netflix viewing habits and where they did it in in public places, not not just at their home. So it found that two thirds of Americans stream movies and TVs in public places. Huh. Yeah, that makes uh, sense. At the top of that list is the plane and bus. With 44 and 40%. Or, well, yeah, 44 and 40%. Uh, these uh, these don't add up. They're not percentages. I think <laughs> I think these are just, like, uh, numbers of how many people were on it. So, yeah, 44 people said the plane and bus. Uh, 37 people said work. 31% of people... Uh, I'm sorry, 31 people said on the train. So a lot of this is, like, commuting and, like, traveling. Okay. Streaming, but but a small portion of this said public restrooms. <laughs> so this isn't even at this isn't at your house set up where you're like, oh, you know, I'm in the middle of this movie and like something's brewing. Let me go bring the iPad into the bathroom and set it up on the toilet paper roll. This is people like at work being like, oh, let me get in 15 minutes of fucking Trailer Park Boys before I have to go back and start doing my shit, my like work stuff. I, I just gotta say, if you're streaming in the bathroom, use headphones, people. Nobody needs to imagine you sitting there catching up <laughs> on Game of Thrones while you're dropping a deuce at Starbucks. Yeah. That's that's a good point. I didn't even <laughs> think of that, but you get yeah, you got to come prepared. That's a premeditated yeah. uh, uh, offense, yeah, right there. Yeah, it really there. is. They also asked people uh, what happens when you watch movies in public, and a bunch of people said, uh, you know, they caught someone snooping. What are you watching? And looking at what they were What's watching. Oh, I am so guilty of that. Fucking on the yep. way home on the uh, plane, I had like the window seat. And there was uh, a little Asian kid next to me, probably about five or six. And he was watching uh, 
some some little kids movie he was watching a lego movie at some point in another movie uh throughout the flight and when i was on commercials on my mm-hmm. stuff i started watching his stuff but I have this I have this tactic when I'm on the plane that I'll put my aviators on so people can't see if I'm like asleep or like fucking awake. And I was I was watching his screen with my aviators on. People are like, is this guy an air marshal? And he looked up at me. <laughs> he looked up at me and fucking. Uh, I, I look. I just gave him the side eye, sort of like, "What are you gonna do about it?" Yeah. I'm watching your fucking screen, kid. You're gonna get Why don't your dad. You turn it is this and see what happens. Issue? Like, we can't do anything about this. We're thirty thousand feet in the air. Are you really gonna make this an issue? And I bumped his oh arm off the armrest, and I took both of them. I was like, I know I have the window. I'm don't taking the outer yourself. fucking armrest this too. This is cutting it close to small. child abuse. He's small <laughs> and fucking like that's. That's the beauty of flying alone and like having a small child next to you. You can bully your way onto that armrest. You think you got a piece of this? No. You got little arms. You don't need to rest them. (laughs) So, back to our poll. Some people even said they cried in public while watching a uh, uh, like program on Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're on the you're on the train. You're watching it, and like something really bad happens in your series. Your favorite character dies, and you start. Start openly weeping. Don't in watch public your favorite series. Like watch some shit that doesn't matter. Like watch a Nat Geo special. Like watch something that's mindless. You need to be paying attention to your surroundings anyway. What is some shit? Oh, and that's another thing. A decent amount of people miss said they missed their stop as well. Yeah, yeah. For what? Just to watch a couple minutes a night it cost you fucking half an hour, an hour. <laughs> yeah, that sucks. Yeah. That would really fucking suck. <laughs> like, ah, well, I get to binge watch two more episodes. <laughs> so that, yeah, right. So that's some of the numbers on, on American streaming habits in public. Ah, yeah. Our next story is a little bit of a organic streaming, I'll call it. It's a neat idea that's spawned in uh, Quinsling's Park, Shans Park, which is in Beijing. I butchered that name. Okay. I do it every time. I was like, where's this from? Yeah, that's why I just cut it to the Beijing. Apparently there was a road that was abandoned a couple years back because a coal mine shut down, so there was really no reason to use it. But it's a good buy road, and uh, they're trying to encourage people to use it to cut down on road rage. So their idea is they've grooved the road so that when you're cruising down it, it plays a tune. Oh, okay. Yeah. I've seen I've seen these used on different uh, highways and stuff. Yeah, I had never heard about this. I thought this was really interesting, and I, d- I did look into it. There's actually one by you. Um, the, in, in California. Well, not by you. I always say by you because in California is fucking huge. It's in Southern California, yeah, yeah, it's Lancaster, California. Okay. There's yeah. one on Route 66 uh, in New Mexico too. That's really cool. It plays America that's the, the Beautiful. That's the one I was thinking. Of. Yeah. And you and you have to do the right uh, speed. It, yeah, it's, it depends. I, I believe that be one was encouraged to get people to do the speed limit. Yeah, they'll be marked right before you enter the zone. Uh, this one in Beijing is 35 to 40 kilometers an hour, and it'll play "Ode to the Motherland," which is a patriotic anthem. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's a pretty neat idea, and hopefully, you know, it works out and encourages people to go this route. Um, there's some shops there that want to benefit from more business. So the locals were all about it. We're here for the fucking musical road, man. Oh, yeah. Let's get more musical roads. I want to see this. It's fucking sick. That'd be awesome. I, I would really like that. I feel like it's got to be kind of bad on the tires, though, because it's like yeah. little, like, vibrations. Yeah, it's different groove, like, depths, like, spread out in different ways. It's crazy. 
Yeah, it's definitely gonna yeah, shred the your shit. People that engineer those things, it's it's interesting. It reminds me of uh, sort of the like the piano uh, things that would play automatically. Yeah, where it would have the like the little divots out yeah, of it. Yeah, the little pins yep. that play like a little keyboard style metal thing. Yeah, that would move whatever. Yeah, it's interesting. I, it'd be cool if there was more of those around. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely awesome. The weird shit we do, man. So yeah, that's that's our technology news for this episode. I'm surprised that that one didn't make it onto our next segment, which is Wheel of Weird. That's really fucking weird. Because we got some we got some really weird and interesting things here, and the way this works. We have a person, place, and thing, and we spin a little fidget spinner. Ah, you're telling them the secret up, spinner? Oh. It's well, it's a, it's a bat, uh, batarang fidget spinner. Oh, he's spinner. telling so, them all the deets. It has a guitar pick <laughs> on one end to tell us which one it is. That's our that's our low tech uh, spinner for for choosing here. But we have a person, place, and thing. Matt's gonna spin. Tell me what it lands on, and while he's spinning, I'm gonna tell you what our person, place, and thing are. For person, we have David Hahn, the radioactive Boy Scout. For place, we have, oh, talk about butchering names, Matt, Spurhofstrab, which is yeah. a very narrow street. I stand behind that pronunciation. And then, we have, and then we have The Thing, which is the miracle of 1511, in which uh, some snowmen were used in a unsavory way. So what do we end up landing on? We are on option three. We got thing. So that'd be thing. Thing. Oh, we're talking the miracle of fifteen eleven. Oh shit! From what you lightly described to me, this is uh very interesting to say the least. Yeah, this was a protest that happened in Brussels back in the year fifteen eleven, in which locals built approximately. 110 satirical and pornographic snowmen. This was done as a protest to the uh, current uh, party leading at the time. And because of six weeks of cold weather and combined mass population growth and large wealth discrepancies between peasants and the ruling house of Hesburg, the locals decided to use snowmen as a form of protest. They built... For some examples, snowmen including a snow nun seducing a man, a snow man and snow woman having snow sex in front of the town fountain, and there was also snow unicorns, snow mermaids, a snow dentist, snow prostitutes enticing people into the red city's red light district. Oh my god! Snow. That's so. That's uh, I've seen a lot of very interesting snowmen in my life, but this sounds quite quite magical. People have always been mischievous. I love it. I love it. People have been pranking people for years. It's fucking awesome. Oh hell 1511. yeah! Snowmen with snowmen with, with their like, dicks out. <laughs> <laughs> Some inappropriate snowmen fucking storm your town as a form of protest. Oh man, that's fucking awesome. I, I just can't believe the date on it though. That's that's what makes it so great to me. <laughs> Yeah, the fact that they did that back then, it's it's cool. And the fact that it was documented up to the point where we can now talk about it on American Science. Yeah, Podcast. yeah. Makes me want to... So go out there and build some inappropriate snowmen this fucking holiday season. Hell yeah, instead of putting that carrot north, put it to the south. 
and make and make it uh, make it in protest of of the family gathering. Make everyone upset. Ah, <laughs> what did Billy do? He's making snow dicks in the front yard. Oh man. Well, I think that wraps it up. It's about time to step into Plug City. Let's warm up. Ooh, it's nice and warm in here. Why don't you uh, why don't you step into the Facebook room? Check out American Slackers group and uh, chime in. Put up whatever you want. We've been having fucking some crazy shit going on. All kinds of people putting on random shit. It's making me laugh. I love yeah. it. I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. Don't forget to stop by the Instagram where you can find the promos for every show and some other cool shit. Search American Slacker Podcast. You'll find us there. Also, search AmericanSlackerPodcast.com. You'll find our main hub. Anything and everything to do with the show will be there. If you want to send us an email, American Slacker Podcast at gmail.com. And uh, don't forget to check out our Spotify, where we have every artist that's featured on American Slacker. Search American Slacker Podcast. You'll find us that way, too. You can also find us over on Twitter and Reddit at A-M-E-R-S-L-K-R Podcast because of character limits. <laughs> That's Amher Slacker Podcast. Please rate and review the show on iTunes and tell a friend. Uh, subscribe to us on YouTube. That's another big one. We realize we don't have much of a following on YouTube, so if you can subscribe to us there, that would be awesome. Uh, you can also become a Patreon sponsor of the show, just like the awesome people we gave a shout-out to up top. We're going to be putting more rewards out there. We're always uploading content. There's a bunch of Patreon-only uh, audio up there for you guys right now if you donate just a dollar or more per month, and we would love you forever. We... I think that's it. That's it on my part right there. Well, don't forget to check out our personal shit. Catch me on Instagram at MWG Media and on Snapchat and Xbox Live at Matty G from HP. And you can find me on all of those at Landers the Plane. Aw, yeah. Stay warm, people. We love every fucking one of you. And uh, until next time, that's it. There you go. Mm-hmm.